Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right. How you doing, everyone? I'm Ross Salzberg, and once again, I want you all to listen up here and get a load of this. I just finished watching Super Bowl 56. Did it live up to the hype? I don't really think so. But hey, it doesn't really matter, because if you're a Rams fan, well, you're in heaven. And if you're a Bengals fan, well, you feel like you're in hell. But that's the deal in sports, folks. As for the officiating in the game... It did leave something to be desired, but that's also the deal in sports. So like I said, listen up, because you're really going to want to get a load of this. And, uh, you know, I I mentioned the officiating, and we'll talk more about it. uh, But this is not, you know, I'm not complaining about it. Rams won the game, as far as I'm concerned, fair and square. So they are Super Bowl champions. They had a great season. Congrats to them. Uh, when, when I talk about that, it'll live up to the hype. No, it didn't live up to the hype. And, uh, you know, let's put it this way. The games, and you know, you've been with me, so you know what I was talking about. The games the past few weeks, you know, leading up to the Super Bowl, the, the playoffs were nothing short of spectacular. It was really one, after the wild card weekend, it was one great game after another. Just one spine-tingling great game after another. Uh, for, for the Super Bowl, you know, it almost can't live up to the hype. It really can't. I mean, we had a, listen, it was a 23-20 game. Uh, the winning points came. What was it in a final minute or a minute and a half? So, you know, that was all part of the excitement. When it goes down to the wire, especially when all the marbles are on the table for the biggest game of the year, that makes it exciting. But it's almost impossible to live up to the hype, at least for me it is, because you're spending, you know, two weeks of non-stop talk about it what what i call gibber jabber gibberish you know everybody's exes and owing it to death and everybody's philosophizing and everybody's looking for this angle and that angle and 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 they're looking for heart tugging stories and you know who does this mean more to and, and what's compelling and this guy's finally getting his chance and this guy's going to get his ring and this guy's grandma was rooting for him. And You know, it's all of the above. But listen, it was a great football game. You had two quarterback stories that I thought were terrific. Uh, you had the Joe Burrow story. I mean, the guy is just uh, an enormous talent. I, I mean, they talk about Joe Cool. He is Joe Cool. Um if he doesn't, if he stays healthy, he's going to be really a phenomenal quarterback in the National Football League for a long time to come. And for Matthew Stafford, I mean, you're talking a guy who was really in almost football purgatory for a lot of years being in Detroit. And, you know, after 12 years, he gets to go to L.A., um, gets his ring. So... You know, it's a good story. Uh, As for what we got to see in the game, the reason I say 
the game, it became compelling late. Really, you know, what I think was, was in the third quarter. But uh, there, there were a couple of, you know, you know, well, let's talk about the officiating. That um, touchdown pass that Jalen Ramsey got jobbed on, well, look, uh, he got a face mask. It was an offensive player who face masked him who subsequently went for the touchdown. It happens. You know, I mean, what are you going to do? It happens. Definitely, you know, T. Higgins, without question, um, face masked them. Okay? They went up 17-13. But I thought later in the game, on the winning drive, that holding call, defensive holding, was really, really ticky-tack. It was almost like a makeup call for what happened earlier. Now, I don't think that was a conscious makeup call. So I am not trying to say there was any skullduggery on the um, on the you know ref's part. It was just I thought it was a blown call, just like the Ramsey uh, call was non call was a blown call. But you know what? That's part of sports. I really don't have a problem with it because. I grew up with, you know, when I started watching, there was no instant replay. And I think we get a little nuts with the instant replay. So to error is human, I will say. Certainly if it's your team, it sucks. It's part of the game. And believe me, had the had the Bengals won the game, oh, you would have heard about that call for years to come. I mean, you would have been, you would have heard the whining from L.A. nonstop, both from Ramsey, the Rams, and the Rams fans. But they ended up winning the game. Uh, Listen, it was not a superbly played football game, but that's why I say it's impossible to live up to the hype. Quarterbacks were doing their best. I mean, listen. The defense, everybody was talking about the defense. You know, what was going to happen? Were the Bengals going to be able to control the defensive line, the on-rushing Rams? And I got to tell you, for more than a half, really for two and a half quarters, they did a very good job. They had one sack, the Rams did, I think it was midway, sometime into the third quarter, and then they ended up with seven sacks. Seven sacks. I, I mean, you know, I, I feel compelled. You know, this wasn't the greatest game to talk about, but I feel compelled to talk about it because it is the Super Bowl. Um, look, in the end, what won it for the Rams? Well, Cooper Cup, the beyond words wide receiver, Cooper Cup, who was the offensive player of the year in the National Football League. Um, He was nothing short of sensational. He ends up making the winning touchdown catch.
okay? He ends up making the winning touchdown catch. So when the going gets tough, the tough and the the great get going, Cooper Cup did that. And on the last offensive play, on the last offensive play for Cincinnati, for the Bengals, who makes the play? None other than the best defensive player in the National Football League, Aaron Donald. Wraps wraps up or just about had another sack, which would have been eight, forcing uh, uh, Burroughs to, you know, dump the ball and, uh, you know, it went awry, and that was that. So, you know, you like your star players to shine when the money is on the line. So Stafford led his team down the field. Cup was the main guy. And and don't forget, they lost Odell Beckham Jr. with the knee injury. Odell, Odell had a terrific start. So you're losing Odell. And then the, the announcers are talking, oh, you know, poor. listen. Injuries are part of the game. It sucks if it's your team, but injuries are part of the game, so I wasn't going to cry a river for that. That's football. Listen, I cover the Giants on a regular basis. They, they were playing with a mass unit all year, and a lot of other teams ditto. So you're playing in the grandest game. If a guy gets hurt, I'm, I feel bad for Odell. I know Odell very well. That comes with the territory. But Odell goes down, and... Your offensive player of the year in the National Football League, Cooper Cup, rises to the occasion. That's what makes special players, folks. That's what makes you a unique talent. It's when things go bad and you come up big time good. That was Cooper Cup. He made some great plays. He's phenomenal. with yards after the catch. Just a great, great player. And then Aaron Donald, what can you say? But, you know, as far as a great game, it's really hard for a Super Bowl to live up to all the hype. There's so much, so much to it it's when I say nonstop, I, I mean, I, I'll tell you what, I woke up in the morning to turn on the stuff and I, I had to turn it off. Like it really made me nauseous. It's just this angle and that angle and everybody's philosophizing and who means what and what's going to do this and what's going to do that. You know, don't anybody tell me, well, I told you to defense. Hey, for what was it? For 58 and a half minutes, the Bengals got the job done. So don't tell me about the great defense. You know, in, in the end, the defense rose to the occasion for the Rams. But the way everybody was talking, oh, this is going to, you know, even though it was just a four point spread, this uh, four point, uh, the um, Rams were four point favorites. I kept, you know, I predicted, you know, I went on Facebook. I predicted the game to be 27. It was going to be a uh, 27-24 Cincinnati final. Okay, I was wrong. So it was 23-20 the other way. 
But it wasn't like, whoa, I, you know, like where'd I come up with those numbers? But people were saying, you're nuts. It's going to be a blowout. It's going to, where was it going to be a blowout? Where was it going to be a blowout? It's all part of the hype because when you go on and on and on, you have two weeks. I would much rather it. I know there's a lot that goes into it, but I would much rather after the playoff, the conference championships, I would much rather have them playing the next week next weekend and by the way why the hell can't they play the super bowl since since you are taking two weeks and they're always going to do that why can't the game be played on a saturday why can't the game be played on a saturday for a million and one reasons okay because kids you you always want to hear that the, the nfl talks for the kids and get the kids involved in this and that well you know what it's still sunday Game starts at 6.30. All the hype and everything's over. It's really not till 10.30. And, and then there's post games and you want to turn in this channel and that channel. Why the hell can't the game be on a Saturday? No reason for it. Now, now I'll gladly say, no, I don't let it go the two weeks. You know, I, I would, was just saying, yeah, I, w- I would prefer it be in one week. But if you're going to make it on, on a Saturday... The second Saturday after the game, fine. I think that would be great for a lot of people. Besides, you can go to your parties. You can have a good time. It's like a national holiday anyway. So you can do that on Saturday and then kick back and talk about it and relax on Sunday. You know, but the NFL and Commissioner Goodell, I should say Commissioner Goodell, Panderer Goodell, he's full of crap anyway. But I'll, I'll get to that in a little bit. Really, you know, I want to offer my congratulations again because I, I, that's what today should be about. It, it should be about the great seasons that both these teams had, the Rams and the Bengals, okay? For a team that's up and coming, man, it's Cincinnati to me has a great future. And don't forget they were a four and th- uh, th- what were they last year? A four-win team? So you're talking about a really uh, bright future for Cincinnati. And again, uh, the Rams went all in. Rams went all in during the season. They end up picking up Vaughn Miller on defense. They end up picking up Odell Beckham Beckham Jr. They went all in. In the offseason, they made the trade for this 12 years. Now, this was his 13th year, Matt Stafford. They went all in to win the Super Bowl this year, and they won it. So you got to give them credit. And as I said, I thought the officiating left something to be desired, but that's part of sports. So I'm not going to dwell on it. I just think on the grandest stage, officiating left something to be desired. But, you know, with the NFL... There's always a lot that's left to be desired. Uh, I, I think um, I don't even want to spend time talking about the halftime show and, and, and you know, Snoop Dogg, the hypocrisy that, that um, Roger Goodell commits. It's sickening to me. You know, here's a guy, like I told you last week, his lyrics are, uh, in his rap songs, 
fuck the police, shoot the police. Oh, very nice. Very, very nice. He's just a panderer. And and there is, he, he gives you those lyrics, and there he is, front and center, in the biggest day, the most hyped up day, there he is, front and center in a halftime show. Nice job, Roger Goodell. Nice job. And l- listen, folks, I don't have any problem with people who like to gamble. I don't have any problem with it at all. You want to gamble, gamble. But for so long, and, and Goodell is not alone, but we're talking football here. I mean, did you watch the game? Everybody's, you can't blink without seeing promos about gambling, about betting. Goodell's the same guy who like, what was it, 15, 16 years ago, along with the other commissioners, telling Congress, no, this would be the ruination, gambling would, uh, on these games would be the ruination of young people if it's legalized and this and that. Okay, fine. I gave them all credit for that. And that's why I call them all hypocrites now. But today we're talking football, so today it's on Goodell. Today it's on Goodell. So now, because the money's there, now we embrace it. And uh, listen, you've heard me say time and time again the hypocrisy of baseball because Pete Rose is banned. He, he, still, he still is on the outside looking in for gambling, but now everybody the, the league embraces it. But again, today is about football. But, you know, that's Commissioner Roger Goodell. And, you know, he's just, I call him a gutless uh, panderer. And, you know, uh, I've made myself clear on that, so I'm not going to change my tune. Uh, As far as this game of football, uh, look, I don't know that there's a bigger event certainly in North America than the Super Bowl. Maybe the world. I mean, you know, I guess you can talk about the World Cup and things, but I'm talking about for a really a one-day event, which I guess it's more than one day because the build-up to it. But I have to tell you, the way they make it with the stars and the, the the glamour like to me it's over it's over the top but it is an enormous enormous event just an enormous it's it's it becomes bigger than football and that to me is kind of sad because it still should be about football but they make it about the halftime shows they make it about the commercials they make it about this that and the other thing in the end you still need football and sometimes games live up to the hype and sometimes they don't. I'm not saying it was a bad football game because certainly it was a thrilling finish. I, I would have bet that we were going to overtime because when they went up 23-20 and then, you know, I guess the game ended around midfield. Uh, when the game ended 23-20, I really thought that since he was going to go down, kick a game-tying field goal to make it 23-20, three 
and then we were going to go into OT. Even the announcer said, don't think Joe Burrow and the Bengals, when they went down 23-20, were just thinking about tying. He was, he, I think Collinsworth said, they're thinking about going back down and trying to win a game. But it didn't happen. So as far as finishes go, it was a thrilling finish. It just wasn't a thrilling football game. But the season is over. Now we can talk about all the other things, I'm sure, as, as the days come on. We'll hear about the lawsuits and, and, and uh, racial injustice and diversity and, and, and you know, the, the Brian Flores case and what's gone on and accusations of tanking in Florida and, and all that other business. But for the time being, at least tonight, today, it was about Super Bowl 56, won by the Los Angeles Rams in a magnificent setting, uh, SoFi Stadium, 23-20 was your final. And um, now we wait for the NFL draft and all the other nonsense and the combine and the ad nauseum talk that goes with it. But for now, once again, congrats to the Super Bowl champion Rams and for the Bengals, you got something to look forward to. And that, my friends, is a wrap on today's Get a Load of This. Now I'd like to get a load of you. As always, let me know your thoughts on today's podcast. You can do so on Twitter at Russ Salzberg. You can do it on Facebook. You can check out my website at russsalzberg.com. Big time thank yous to my home here at Believe.com because as I've said many times, Believe is the number one podcast network for professionals. But above all, gotta thank you, the people, Because without you, the people, I'd have nobody here to be talking to. So until next time, it is I, Russ Salzberg, saying to each and every one of you, bye-bye, so long, and farewell. Have yourselves a great week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.